We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Going live in three, two, one. Really good, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of MDH TV. You know, I'm here with Dre. It's episode number 80. I just know that because we posted 79 today. But, you know, how you been, man? How you been feeling? Been all right. You know what I'm saying? I'm back in Vegas. You're tired. Oh. How, what you been up to out, out there? Uh, nothing much. I saw uh, Chris, you know what I'm saying, uh, and his kid, which, well, I saw a kid. Which is crazy, you know what I'm saying? Just seeing like people from our age group like actually like growing up and like not just growing up because like obviously we've been kind of grown for like a little bit, but like does it make you feel like you're young as fuck? Or like or that you like, damn, maybe I'll need to like, you know, catch up. <laughs> oh, oh, not at all. Not at all. I was look no, nah, the craziest part, I was like, I was looking at it or him, the little kid, this a boy. I was looking at him and I was like, dang, it's crazy to see like a little version of, of Chris, but it's like, I seen a little version of Chris. You feel me? Like yeah. I Chris when he was like, not a baby, but like I seen him when he was like a kid still. So it's crazy. But that's when he was a kid. Yeah, but it's crazy like that I have memories of like when he was a kid, now he got a kid and now he grown. Let's get this, this with you. Damn. Yeah, bro, like this growing up shit is like actually like insane. Yeah, it was crazy. I, I told him I was like, uh, I was like, dang, we went from uh carrying basketball bags to carrying a baby. Well, he went. Ah. <laughs> nah, that's for real. Yeah, that's but crazy. like, I was thinking about it. Like, I was like, dang, if I was to go back home right now, I would probably like try and get back into hooping a little bit. And then like by default, I would probably like niggas would see me around and be like, yo, could you train my kid type shit? Just because, like, they knew who I used to be. And I'm like, dang, it's kind of crazy to see, like, this is, like, the cycle of life. Because I remember being the little 10, 11-year-old in the gym. And then, like, the pops asked the random 20-some-year-old uh, nigga to train his kid for, for however long. And I'm like, damn, I'm, like, entering the stage where I'm that trainer nigga. And, like, I'm really going to be... And I was like, that's like, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. I was like, it just made me think about Frank Ocean, man. When he said, we'll never be those kids again. I know. I know. And it's crazy to see like, like the little, like not little versions of you, but just like, you feel me? Like you, you've been in the, because like, you know, I follow like some of the people from Valley who are like in high school. And or like this one kid for in specific, he he was like in eighth grade, but he was practicing with us in high school. And now that I see him in high school, like growing up, I'm like, wow, like it's just the same thing over and over again with just different people. And it's crazy because it's like yeah, living the same lives as us, kind of, 
but it's interesting to see how everybody's life is going to play out different just because of different circumstances or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, like you, you said a, a real good word in that, that little spill, you said cycle. And like, that's like what I've really just been realizing, like life all is, it's like just a continuous cycle. And like, I was like, you said you would think back to like the younger you and like sometimes like I'll close my eyes and like literally picture and see the younger me just living his life and I'm just watching him from like you know outside of the bubble but I can't um you feel me I can't like reach it or whatever and you know it just like makes me like wonder like is ignorance truly bliss because all these people they're walking around the you know uh <laughs> now all these people that's walking around earth they like so ignorant to like so much shit and it's like sometimes i wish i could just just return to that bro you know? speaking of ignorant let me ask you this you know what i'm saying because we got to talk about the young thug case you know what i'm saying and i'm not and i'm not here to say they're ignorant or they're not because i i really you know i got introduced to uh, i think my bad i'm gonna let you finish but i think everybody is ignorant it's just how how big how much ignorant how big you are so sir like how ignorant you are so like you can either be hella ignorant or like i feel like everybody has more ignorance than they do knowledge and that's like universal i don't care who you are i feel like there's more shit you don't know than there is you do and like the wise people are the ones who realize that but as far as like ignorant ignorance like i feel like everybody is especially ignorant on like different topics so like you were saying um you don't know if young thug or them is Wait, ignorant. I, let me get my let me get the question no no i am i, I swear this is my, my this is what i'm gonna say but you said um young thug you don't know if they're ignorant or not and i know that young thug he was like he's really ignorant to the reality of which his life is about to be because there's interviews of him like kind of making fun of niggas in jail and shit and like this og checked him he was like yo you don't know what it's like in there when a young nigga 18 19 come up to you and hand you his papers and he like yo when i'm getting out and you gotta look that nigga in the face and be like yeah you're getting out in 2063 and and like that's literally his reality right now that's why i was saying hey, but go ahead my bad well no i was just i was talking about like you know they got all the well first my first question i guess would be do you feel like because at first i was like bro they should go to jail because they killing people yada 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 which is true you know they killed they've been killing people you know they've been they but, are, do you want to like tell them like what what the whole situation is or you want me to tell oh them? basically what's happening with with young thug and his music or his record label which is called ysl uh, I guess 26 members, 23, somewhere in the top. Ah, it was 56. No, no, I'm talking about members. Like 26 members are, or 23 right now are being accused of Rico. They're like going ah, to jail. Of them. I thought it was 56 counts. Uh, like they're being accused of 56 oh. counts or something. Maybe, maybe that's it. Yeah, either way, they're, they're getting accused of Rico. Young Thug's obviously the head of the snake, so he's getting all of the charges. Also, Lil' Keed just died. I don't know if you heard about that. Lil yeah, Keed. he died today. Rest in peace to him. Who's oh, let's, let's get our rest in peace out the way real quick. R.P. Young Keed and R.P. Kevin Sanders. Man. We're going to give him like two seconds or something.
All right, go ahead. All right, yeah. So like, that's what they're going through right now. Oh, my bad. Well, and RP the the people that died in that shooting earlier. Oh yeah, but basically the story with Young Thug, basically him and Wyatt and Lucci was beefing, right? And Wyatt and Lucci is another Atlanta. I think he's an Atlanta rapper. Either way, he's like he's a blood gang, whatever. Yeah, right. They're both blood gang. They both bloods. Yeah. And See, that's how you know it's not even like about Crips and Bloods no more. Yeah, it's, it's just not. niggas killing each other. But the, but yeah, so they he uh wife and Lucci they've been beefing since like 2015. So wife and Lucci I used to be a big fan of, and he used to be like in his songs he used to be like rest in peace nut or peanut whatever his name was. My so whole time I guess I read in this thing that Young Thug and them killed that dude in 2015. And he ended up getting off for it or something. And then wife and Lucci just recently went to jail for 102 or 103 counts of Rico or like, yeah, crazy amount. Right. So then he went to, well, he's in, he's currently in prison, got stabbed four times. And yeah, he got stabbed four times. No, I think he got in a fight first and got cut in the head and then was trying to, was on like video chat with somebody in jail like doing like a a virtual visit i would imagine and got stabbed four more times so then he went to the court or he went to the judge and was like i don't feel safe in here can y'all let me out on house arrest 24-hour house arrest which brought in young thug and his whole group because i guess young thug had sent the message to get wife and lucy killed in jail so that's why wife and i mean that's why young thug is facing these charges and then the rest of them are all facing charges because when you say that you're related to a gang or like this is why sale is a gang, anybody, that's why they're getting 26 people. Like they're, they're thinking about trying to get Jack Harlow. They're trying to get a little baby, bro. Yes. They're trying to get a Jack oh, Harlow. Cause he, signed, <laughs> Cause he signed a YSL. Oh, he is. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I guess he, yeah, he got what something to do with it. That's racist. But so, um, so this nigga image do not fit the YSL fucking image. This nigga but, makes songs about fucking simping and like fucking bitches on a private plane. Well, yeah. So that, so yeah. Basically, that's what's been going on. And uh, Man, that's crazy. The 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 thing that I was I was so like uh, conflicted on was like, yes, they killed people or whatever. They did what they did. YSL as a group or Young Thug as a person, but they also employed and signed and gave opportunities to a lot of underprivileged people. So it's like. To me, the way I'm looking at it is like, okay, that is street business. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they got going. That's a personal beef that shouldn't really reflect how YSL should be looked at as like a business in a sense, because it's like, as a business, they were helping people out in the community, yada, 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 putting people on in the streets. They were doing what they had to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's so, it's such an interesting thing because this is like a conglomerate business. This is like yeah. almost like the mob or something, or like like Jay Z. Yeah, no, nah, it literally is. It's exactly like the mob. That's like exactly Jay-Z, what it is. The, like Jay Z with like Rockefeller Records. It's like this could be the same thing that happened to them. You feel me? But they just didn't do. They weren't getting caught with Rico and stuff like yeah. that. So I don't know. Well, that's why. Like, sorry, sorry to interrupt nah, you. But you that's why I'm like. At first, I was like, "Damn, Young Thug's stupid for you know still being involved in that street life," but you know. Can, I mean, he's still giving more job opportunities than a lot of these other 
uh, record or a lot of these other artists out here that can't even, aren't even in a position to get people jobs. All right. So, damn, there's a lot to unpack here, you know. One, damn, this nigga, I, do you know why they beefing? But I guess it was just some blood. Like, they've been beefing since 2015. They've been but, beefing. like, why? I don't know. But, oh, you! Oh, wait. Let me tell you why wife and Lucci went to jail. So basically, they had went to a opposition's neighborhood, right? And then they shot up the neighborhood. But the people that they were shooting at shot back. Shot one of the dude that was in wife and Lucci's car in the head. Wife and Lucci pushed the nigga out the car and just drove off and left him for dead. So then he. That's. I mean, I don't know if that's why he went to. I don't know if like that was a call that sent him to jail. Or if that was like the situation where he got. I was about to say, was this nigga wife and Lucci in the car? Yeah. Why yeah. is this nigga still committing hits? That's what I'm saying. But it's like they they're all doing it though. I mean, I get it because like at the end of the day, like when niggas say money, like money can either change you, but it don't gotta change. Like it's gonna change your lifestyle more than it's gonna change you. Like you're still gonna be a. If you're doing that gang shit and you're doing that street shit, you're still going to be a nigga. You're just a nigga with money now. You feel me? Same thing with Juice. Like, they asked him, did him getting famous and him getting all this money, was it, like, kind of the worst thing for him? He was like, it probably was because it made me be able to do 30 perks a day. And I was like, that's facts. Like, if you don't face your demons and deal with the shit you need to deal with, before you get money, money just gonna make the shit fifty times worse, because you can afford to to yeah. indulge in them gene and them them fucking demons. But you know, this is a complex situation because it is the ultimate, like you said, conglomerate. You know, the ultimate um, you know, crossover episode between the the underworld, the nigga world. And and the the world, the white world, you feel me? This, we're seeing gang warfare and and you know collegiate society collide right now, and um or not yeah collegiate corporate society collide, and that's why this is such a big thing because it makes it very complex. Now, when looking at it through the lens of you know this fucking whitewash racist ass society, you gotta understand that you know what these niggas did was retarded and stupid and wrong because no matter how many people you employ no matter what you're doing you there's certain laws and things you can't break but on the flip side of that and this is why you know i kind of like take a few steps back and why it's always important to have glasses with a few different lenses on it so you can really see what the picture is looking like and not just the infrared picture that's in front of you. So y'all don't get that metaphor. Y'all gonna get it later. But uh, so basically, I took a few steps back because if you look at these politicians, you look at these presidents, JFK for surely had something to do with getting Marilyn Monroe killed. Uh, the US government for surely had something um, to deal with getting JFK killed, MLK, Malcolm X, all these niggas we already know about. That's literally, it's already been proven. Jeffrey Epstein, this nigga literally had an island where he just was raping children, right? Also, it, literally we have flight logs of 
50 plus very wealthy individuals, billionaire type individuals who also visited Sad Island at least once, right? And it's like, you know, part of me is like, once you start getting this, well, they're doing so much good, let's overlook the bad. That's how you let demons run society. That's why the world is the way it is right now, because there's not a strict line of, no, you can do this shit and you can't. It's always like, well, this person gets an exception. And that's like what always fucks everything up. But at the same time, it's like, you know, do I want them to get a pass in this society? Part of me says yes, because so many times in this society, you see white counterparts getting a pass for the same shit. Like Gunna, he got arrested in the Rico. Cause like you said, it's a street. You can get anybody cause it's a gang, right? Gunna got arrested for for lyrics in a song. He got some charges on him, right? Cardi B is also in YSL. Nobody's touched her because she a big ass female. Jack Harlow is also in YSL. Nobody's touched him because he's a white man. Well, they also caught, they caught, they also caught Gunna with meth. But that was after they searched him. He got caught in the original Rico already. No, when they when they yeah, raided his I'm house, saying. that's what happened. They didn't raid Jack Carlo's house. They, they didn't raid out. Cardi B house. He probably, I mean, yeah, that's that's I what mean, I'm yeah, saying. Like, yeah, you, but that, this like, is this is like the narrative that they always do. They they throw some bullshit ass charges at you, and then whenever they raid you, they know you're doing some fucked up shit. Doesn't mean they have evidence of it. They can't just bust in your shit. So they're gonna throw some bullshit ass charges at you. And then when they bust in your shit, whatever they find, they can use it in court now. And that's what they do. Think about it. If they would have went to Jack Harlow house or Cardi B house, they would have found some shit too. You think all these celebrities is up, up about like law-abiding citizens? They don't got dirty guns, dirty money, dirty drugs. I guarantee you 99% of all celebrities do. But they chose Gunna because of the image he portrayed. And you know, like... Well, I mean, I don't because they've been building this case since 2015. So like, Gunna and Young Thug have been under investigation since 2015. That's cool. I mean, how long? So they've been they've been building this. They've been building a re- like they knew they could arrest them because like if you're building a case from 2015, they know they're gonna arrest. And this you is the other thing. Take you they've prison. been building this case since 2015. How many niggas have died in those eight years that they just let you know? They're like, let's let's collect evidence. How many niggas did they let get killed just watching these niggas do this shit? I'm talking about the government. Uh, but sure. I bet it was a lot. I bet it was a lot of regular civilians. I bet it was a lot of niggas. I bet it was a lot of people. And it's just like crazy to me how, you know, this shit start happening when the Biden men get in, you know, all y'all favorite rappers going to jail, Trump was letting them out. But you know, like, it's really, cra- and that's the thing. And that's why I think Trump was like a real ass nigga. Cause to an extent, he understood that shit. He understood that there was two realms of society and he damn near didn't want anything to do with the other side. And that's why people hated him because he was real about it. He's like, you know what? That's nigga shit, let them deal with it. That's why he was letting Kodak out of jail, Lil Wayne, all these niggas. Like, think about it. You really think Biden would let Kodak black out of jail? Nah, look at Brittany Grinder. This bitch just accidentally yeah. went to the fucking Russia with, with a wax yeah. cart. Some easy shit you can they find rock accidentally drop in your fucking backpack. She been in jail over there for the last six plus months. This is an American citizen, y'all. But Biden has chosen to give 
$70 billion to Ukraine. But don't give a fuck about the American citizen that's sitting in the jail out there. I mean, look what they did in the Middle East. They just left. They took the, they took the U.S. military out, but left the U.S. citizens. That's crazy. And like, that's it crazy. pisses me off because so many people like are so quick to say, yeah, we just want Biden. Like I was talking to this girl, like, and it'd be like, bro, it'd be the, and I'm sorry, like if y'all are listening, but I'm going to just be real. It'd be the black women be the worst ones with this shit because I was talking to this girl yesterday and that, it'd be like the most like revolutionary type black women. Right. I was talking to this girl yesterday and, um, she was like, dang, I didn't think you would ever think like this because, you know, you just always like, she damn near, she was like, you don't look like a coon, but like when people talk to you, you might seem like a coon. That's what she basically was like. I was like, damn, like I'm so far from a fucking coon. She was like, yeah, it was, I guess it was all the Trump stuff. And I'm like, I don't understand. I was like, well, y'all can look at Biden. He's doing way worse. He was like, she was like, yeah, but we just didn't want Trump in there because he's mean. And I'm like, this is how they fuck y'all all the time because y'all are so emotional and not not just black women. This is just society in general. But I'm just like, it, it just like, it, it irritates me the most like when it's our community. And, yeah, but you, I'm sorry, and most but of the time, I don't see niggas really giving a fuck. Like most of the time, niggas don't really give a fuck. But the most vocal political person in out of any race is a black woman for the fucking democratic party like that shit pisses me off bro on another level yeah but you know i just got called a coon too the other day and, and it, <laughs> it's, no seriously it's such an odd thing because it's like i've been black my whole life bro yeah it, it's it, i've been shot at because i'm black like most people can't most black people can't even say that it living in this time now but in addition to that it's like just for having my opinion on like things i'm not black like that's the craziest thing like i remember this is just the most perfect example of all time and it's kind of unfortunate that it happened but remember when you just were skateboarding and he called you a kid but like i remember we were talking this is what we were talking about and i don't like to me this is the 1000 percent truth now some people may think it's uh, it's different but this to me is true i feel like kim kardashian nowadays is the is the, is the most the closest thing to Marilyn Monroe period there's no there's no who? Kim Kardashian is the closest thing to Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe Wait, hold on how did we just get the, the oh no I'm ex, I'm explaining it hold on oh all right so this so I was I went to this game night let me explain the whole thing I went to this game night you know what I'm saying we were playing this game it was it was a whole bunch of black people there and you know I get it I'm you know I start talking how I talk and just saying my opinion I'm like Kim Kardashian is the new Marilyn Monroe, period. Like, period. They both got famous for being a thought. They both famous for being beautiful. And there's no other woman on this planet right now that has been more famous for being beautiful than Kim Kardashian, period. And, and And then I went on to say that Kim Kardashian changed the beauty standard for models and made it okay to be thick, right? That's all I said. And it's facts because before Kim Kardashian, and I'm not saying black girls weren't thick and weren't beautiful before that. They were, but they weren't getting that attention that Kim Kardashian got. Before Kim Kardashian, there was no models built like that. All the models were skinny white girls. But I think like... And then Kim K came along and changed that. And people, and that's why they were calling me a coon, which you can have your own opinion, that's fine. But my thing is, 
you I shouldn't be called a coon just for having my opinion on something that really don't even involve black people. And like, it's, it really it's a don't. factual statement. But this is the thing. I know exactly why they called you a coon. They felt offended because to them it sounded like you were saying, and I'm not saying this is what you're saying. This is just how they think. To them it sounded like you were saying that Kim Kardashian made like she the one that made it popular to be thick, which is true. But I don't know how I can like say it. like in their mind, you're kind of tr- trying to say that um, black women wasn't thick. Yeah, exactly. that's yeah. like that's what they thought. And like they, they 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 that this is what they wanted you to do. They wanted you to be like, yeah, Kim Kardashian. She stole, you know, the trend black women had with big asses and made it popular. And she probably that's what did. they wanted you to say. And she probably did. That's okay. Yeah, that's but yeah. I'm saying Kim Kardashian is the one that made it popular. Exactly. Because they were like, exactly. they're like, they're like, okay, Nicki Minaj was thick around the same time. I was like, Nicki Minaj ain't known for no beauty standard. She's known as a rapper. And she's a yeah. you know a good looking female rapper. But if she was just a regular girl, she would be just like that G Herbo X, Ari. She'll just be a, a random thought that's just thick. She not she not no Kim she not no model in Vogue. Oh, that's, that's like, that's you know what real. I'm saying? So, that's but true. just that just goes to your point. Like, I think we gotta stop throwing this coon word. Just we gotta stop throwing these labels around and like this 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 just misguided hate for opinions because it's like I was listening to Joe Rogan and he had an interview with Ben Shapiro and you know Ben Shapiro basically asked him like, how do you deal with the cancel culture? And he's like. I mean, I just say what I say. And well, he was like, I got a whole bunch of money, so I can basically do whatever I want and nobody gonna stop me, which was a oh, cold God. response. But he was like, but even he was like, it's just crazy that people are just willing to just bite down on you just for having an opinion. Like you could literally say like you don't favor abortion, and because of that, you're a conservative. You're you're a white, you're a right wing conservative. But it's like you're gonna lose your fucking job. Right. It's like how <laughs> I have one opinion, I just I just don't want kids to be, or I just don't want people not to be born. You know what I'm saying? If, I mean, you I'm, can be like liberal with everything exactly. else. Like liberal as fuck. With Bro, look at Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is liberal on every single issue. And somehow he's getting tied up in the, like, I literally don't know how he's getting tied up in the whole conservative. Like, yeah, bro. Conservative like mindset, I mean, group. And that's like the problem with society right now. It's like, we're so like, We've always been inclined to group thinking, but like what Trump did was he polarized this nation yeah. so much that there that each side it like instead of it becoming like they're just both extreme as fuck now. So it's either yeah. you're either and I don't, or, I don't even want to call the right extreme because yeah. I feel like the right just really don't give a fuck. Like the niggas who talk on the right, they're they're probably extreme, but like. As far as regular people on the right, they usually just don't like really care because they already know a bunch of people from the left is leaving because they're getting called a whole bunch of shit. So they just kind of sitting there and just like, yo, we take you. I don't think it's, I don't think people have became extremists. I think people just started looking at people as extremists, like because yeah. if you look at the value, I mean, the left, I'm not gonna lie, the left has like kind of gone to the extreme. No, nah, right? they're like, yeah. But like, if you look at the right, like you look at Joe Rogan, right? I don't even, okay, let's just say Elon Musk because Joe Rogan is like such a, I mean, they're both polarizing figures for no Yeah, that's like Elon is a polarizing figure now too. It's like overnight. 
and they call him an extreme conservative. I'm like, bro, how? This, this is like the most him. liberal nigga in the world. Exactly. Joe Rogan like, is one of the most liberal. He lived in LA, literally supports gay marriage, supports weed being legal, supports free healthcare worldwide. And just because I don't even like, I seriously don't even know why he's being tied up with conservative. Just because he has them on the show. Yeah. It's like it's like people are because he talks so- to the niggas. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. People are just so quick to throw this label on you and treat you like an extremist for no reason. Yeah, and it's like sad because like it, it kind of just makes you think like, damn, like how far, like how big is this gap? You feel me? Like how big, big of a bridge needs to be built? Because yeah. like it seems like the distance we're planning for gets bigger and bigger every single day. And it's like, all right, well, I was expecting it to be, you know, like the size from, um, you know, America to like, you know, South America. I, I was expecting I had to build a bridge that big, big as fuck, still big as fuck. But damn, you know, I'm looking, I'm re-looking at these plans and I just measured. It looks like we got to build the bridge from fucking Africa to fucking Cali. That's how far we got to go. Cause that's how like extreme these niggas are at this point. Yeah. And it's like, bro, it's like, I'll be trying not to like get worked up and like rant, but it's like so hard sometimes. Cause it's like, do y'all not see how narcissistic y'all are? Do y'all not see how hypocritical y'all are? Or you feel me? And it's like, it's crazy to me. Like all these people, they say one thing, they want to act one way. And then like, they literally the next day do the exact shit that they was hating on the day before. Like, I, bro, like, this is like the saddest shit. Like, because I'll be like driving, like, I don't got a car or nothing. So, like, whenever I'm in a car, usually I'm dri- riding with somebody. And, um, like, I'll just notice, like, so many niggas get, like, road rage and just get irritated when driving. And I'm like, crazy. And I'm like, one first, if I had a car, you know, like how like happy I would be every time I get behind this wheel. Cause I've walked my first 20, I walked everywhere in my first 21 years of life. And you're like, or taking the bus. And then like, I'll be thinking like, I was um the homie from work. He was like, give me a ride back home the other day. And uh, there was just some like kids playing in the, in the, the front of their house, bro. And, like, there was a sign. It was like, please go slow. We love our children. And this nigga was like, well, why, if you love your children, why the fuck you letting them outside? Why you letting them play? I was like, nigga, like, that's literally, like, what you supposed to do as a kid? And I'm like, damn, it's, like, crazy. Because I'm like, is this how everybody feels? Is this how everybody thinks? And am hey, I the um, so anomaly? Am I, like, the, the outcast? Bro, it's just so much hate in the world. Like, it's it, sad. It's- yeah, it is. It is sad, but I think it really just comes from like just that internal hate that they have for themselves because you know, hurt people hurt people no matter yeah, what. Yeah, for so, real. Like nobody who's happy and that's like yeah. loving is gonna want to just hurt a nigga. Exactly. Hurt and, and, and nowadays, like we live just in a time of like I, I think there's just like a lack of trust and just a lack of willingness to be friends. Like you think about. Like how hard it, not how hard it is, but just how, you know, weird it is to make friends nowadays. Like, imagine if you walked down the street and said, hey, how are you to everybody you walk past? Oh, you're first like a all, weird ass nigga. Yeah, first, you would look weird. Second of all, you wouldn't get a response from like Most 40% niggas. of people because they have their earphones in. Then the other 20 
to 30%, probably just going to be like, mm-hmm. you know, probably just give you that. And then maybe 20% will like stop. And it. even of that 20% that might say a word. And they still don't think you weird. 1% is going to be a genuine word. Yeah. And, like a gen- and not like a pre-recorded. Because think about it, you always have those pre-recorded responses of like, you know, when somebody, you're, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, think about it. You always go revert to that. Even though you don't give a fuck how they doing for real. You don't really care because if they told you it was doing bad, what you, you're you going to be kind of upset because now you got to hear about it. So, like, <laughs> so it's like, how many genuine people are out there genuinely just living their lives? Because I feel like a lot of people, and I feel like it honestly, like, usually starts in college for the most part, but they get just caught in this, like, rat race and, like, you know, constant cycle of just, like, bullshit and, like, they're around the other people who are also fed the same bullshit every day. So they're being treated like assholes by those people. And now they've been getting treated by assholes. They're around assholes 24-7. Now they're going to be an asshole because nobody nice to me. Why am I going to be nice? And it's like, now you look up. Wow, I'm 35. I'm stuck in traffic. I'm pissed at this little girl for riding her bike. And what happened to me? I used to be that kid riding my bike. I used to, and you feel me? I used to wonder why this fucking old ass man, rude ass man is fucking honking his horn at me while I'm riding my fucking bike. And now you're that old guy. And it's like, what happened? What happened to all that time? Because it's almost like you never realize why you're going through it. But one day you're going to look up and you're going to blink and you're going to realize we'll never be those kids again. You're going to realize, damn, I went from being that kid to being this asshole out adult and I don't know what happened in between and I can see it just in like the years for me being a sophomore to now you know five four or five years it's like I just looked up and blink and I'm like damn why am I always so mad and just irritated and I'm like I was like I'm always at a fight with the world almost and it's like and I think that's you know if, if y'all take anything away from this little rant like you know, you got to let shit go. You feel me? Like, cause if you just let shit build up, like even the strongest nigga can hold so much weight. You feel me? Even the strongest person in the world can pick up so much weight. And you got to think about it. The world is full of all mass. The universe is full of all mass. And you're just a little piece of that. So don't ever think you can shoulder the whole thing because eventually that shit is going to pull you down like an anchor and like, sometimes it's too late to try and break it break the chain it's too strong and it's like that's what I really realized with myself in my life I was like you know like I always act like you know I I got like I'm strong and like shit don't affect me but sometimes like shit be affecting me and I'll be getting pissed and like I'll usually like just get over it but you never really get over some shit it's still there you just not it's just not the the main thing on your mind right now that's why like when people get in arguments like with their significant others or just like family members they be the worst arguments because you holding on to shit from like years ago that you ain't never really confronted and now you mad at this motherfucker for leaving a fucking fork in the in the sink and now he like now he like what the fuck this like nigga and now y'all are arguing because he doesn't understand where all this energy is or she you know whatever you know, niggas, I, you know what I'm saying? But they don't understand where all this energy is coming from. And I think, like, 
it's like that for society on just a big scale because everybody is walking energies of like you said just hate just waiting to spew itself for everybody but you know um this this um thing about the end so before it ends i just want to wrap up you know the young thug gonna um rico crime thing so yeah like what's your final thoughts on like the whole situation i mean nah we probably gonna end up talking about it more but what's your final thoughts on the whole situation pretty much um you know that's uh, it's unfortunate for for both parties you know i think it's a very i think it's a very very unfortunate situation for for wife and Lucci, for Young Thug, for YSL, for the Black community, for the rap community, for America as a whole, you know, because these are super, these are global superstars, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. These, these aren't just like niggas on SoundCloud. These people are big. So, yeah, I think it's just an unfortunate situation. And hopefully, you know, whatever's the most positive scenario that could come from this, hopefully that happens. Yeah, but I know they denied Thug Bill. <laughs> so, <laughs> funny, but like, yeah, they denied that nigga Bill. They was like, they did yeah, not. It was like, bro, they dead ass was like, and y'all rappers gotta be start being careful, bro, because a couple like years ago, bro, right when Biden got in office, uh, one of the first things they did was pass a law very quietly saying they can use rap lyrics as fucking evidence in court. And now look, Gun is getting caught up in this shit for his rap release. Young Thug is too. Yeah, because they this was the reasoning. They was like, yeah, we're not going to give you bail because you're a flight risk because your name's literally Thug. That's what the that's what the judge said. I was like, wow, bro, like they coming hard after the black community because like while he's right, they don't understand. Like it's a double, it's it's, it's a double entendre. It's you don't, huh? It's entertainment. Yeah, like, but like, like people could it's also movies. life, though. You gotta understand, and yeah, this is gonna definitely go into the next one. But like, it's a double entendre. Like, this is white society right here. This is black society right here. The word "thug" is a different, has a different meaning in the black community than it does in the white community, and that's a fact. We're back, right. back, back from the first commercial, but yeah. <clears throat> I was saying, just to wrap up this whole Rico case, like, you know, the word thug, it has a different meaning in, in the black community and it had, than it does in the white community. In the white community, I mean, it probably has the correct meaning. You probably like killing people and committing crime. But you got to also understand, like, black people in, in America, we are born in and exist in the shadows and the dirt in our entire lives. And I have a bar about it in a song called Fallen Kings, I said, um, I said, damn, I'm really about to be one of the greatest artists to ever walk this earth, just niggas in general. But I have this song that says, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Like, uh, all my fallen kings did some godly things. We some gods on earth, bitch, we godly beings. Had to put in all that work even without a thing. Had to do that fucking dirt and now it's motherfucking nigga shit. And I'm like, gotta do some motherfucking nigga shit. Why that nigga acting so fucking niggerish? I got your girl sucking on my fucking nigga dick. I don't give a fuck because you know that I ain't innocent. Bro, that shit hard as fuck. But um, yeah, but like basically I'm saying I'm like, 
bro, like, we are born into this realm of society, this, like, dark, little, like, terrible realm of society forcing us to do certain shit. And now, 20, 30 years later, it's like, oh, why are you doing that nigga shit? Why are you doing this? And it's like being grouped at something. But there was a time in the, our community where thugs were looked at as leaders and like people you wanted to be like. Now, understandable and in, in this, you know, in our current status quo, our current time frame that we're living in, you know, it's kind of gotten like a little confused from that. I got another bar about that in a song called Profit Nigga. I'm like, I'm not even about to rap it. But yeah, it's like, People forget their roots, man. And I'm like, I get why the judge said that, but I say this is an attack on the Black community because I'm like, bro, like, to be a thug used to be, to be a leader, to be against the, 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 the establishment. And it's like, why have, when, when did the, when did we, the revolution get, you know, resolved when when did we win because if it hasn't yet been resolved if we haven't yet won then everybody should be a thug if that's the case everybody should be against the establishment because if you're not against the establishment you with them or you just you know lollygagging around in life and just kind of going through the motions and i think that's where majority of people are i, th- I think I th- and i i agree with that but i think the most interesting thing is like you know, white people have had thugs that have been, you know, some of the scariest people on this planet. Like, you think about the them, mob, you think about them, niggas are frightening as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like, you in there, and, and if you and if you really pay attention to it, like, black people are black people try to follow in the footsteps of the mob in a lot of cases. And, like and yeah, and but it's just so it, it's it's very weird how they get museums, you know, they get they get movies you know you think about the, some of the highest grossing movies of all time the godfather casino these are all movies about you know the sopranos one of the greatest shows ever exactly these are shows about white people killing other people and usually you know, other I'm white saying, people i'm not saying they, they get a pass because a lot of those people did end up in jail but they get celebrated differently and they get glorified they get exactly they get glorified you know what i'm saying but you know we don't you don't really get glorified like that Ah, see and that's why like lately i've been kind of trying to take a step back about being so hard on the black community because i'm like they glorify their you know the worst of their community just like we do because like remember we used to be like at the beginning of our stages we used to be like man why are niggas you feel me like you know, why are they glorifying these niggas who are literally rapping about killing people, about doing drugs, all this bullshit? But it's like we are literally just doing the same shit white people are doing. Yeah. It's just, just that just we don't get that, we don't get that same pass that they do. Yeah. We get anyways. Yeah. So that's to wrap up the young thug case. That's not know? white privilege, but that's what hey, that is literally the epitome of white privilege, y'all. If if y'all didn't understand that. That is what the epitome of white privilege is right there. That it's not, and I don't even like see white privilege really as a thing in literal society. And this is how you know it's the most made up thing. I don't see it as a thing like, oh, niggas, like it's like a car or something. I don't see it as that. I see it, what what I see white privilege as is, you know, you know your history. You know exactly where your family came from. You know 
exactly what your grandpa did three, four, four generations ago. You yeah. Know? You I, don't, I don't even know who my grandpa is on, yeah. on my dad's side. You but it's like my you... dad don't even know who his dad is. This, so it's this like this no, is I'm gonna just wait, wait, wait. Let me just finish this thought real quick. And it's like that's what the epitome is. Like, I don't I see it as like it's just feeling like you can live. It's it's just just a feeling, and that's why it's the most made up but real thing ever. Because it's just feeling like you're living life from a clean slate. And I think that's what did taking shrooms for us did. It was the great reset. We like finally started off from a clean state slate, but the problem is we are living in a world that doesn't have a clean slate. So we were, that's why we get attacked from all these sides of shit we've been known since we, we were born, but now it's new because we're seeing people as like these, we kind of got the kid back in us, if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. now we're realizing like, we can't live in that clean, with that clean mindset. Cause I, there's so many times like I want to not think about shit as black and white. And I just want to be, just a human being but it's just always so hard because of of shit that happens every single day like you know and this can be a great segue into a terrible event that happened today in buffalo new york where uh a racially you know motivated mass shooting happened where at least resulted in 10 people dying maybe more um most of them majority of them being of african descent and you know this guy he he drove hours to get to this place and you know he wrote nigger on the iron sight of his i don't know what type of gun was but it was an automatic rifle type gun or at least semi-automatic he was dressed out in full um you know metal armor um military grade gear and he went to a grocery store in the middle of the day and just started killing people. And it's like, shit like that is the reason why I can't, you feel me, you can't just look at the world as the world. You gotta look at it like through a lens. And that's why, remember, I said earlier, if y'all don't, y'all didn't get that, that one, you know, uh, metaphor I said, you gotta have your glasses on and you gotta have three or four different lens through on it. Because if you just look at the picture, you're you're only going to see it. But every picture has inflated images within it, and that's why you know white society they look at it through one. You feel me? And they just see this picture and they're like, "How is this racist?" Because they don't have the racism lens. You put the race. All right, now now we're looking at the world through black society. Now it's seldom people who have both of the lens on at the same time, and that's why nobody. And that's why the bridge never gets built. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy though that he went to go uh shoot people. You know, that's like that's crazy. He drove hours. Had, yeah, he wrote an oh the oh my bad. I'm just saying um his manifesto was over 180 pages. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Um I was like, this is how like and this is what they're gonna do. They're gonna try and paint this as a insane ass nigga, a crazy ass. I'm gonna tell you something. No nigga who writes an 180-page manifesto and drives multiple-plus hours into a... So he had to know exactly where he was driving. He didn't just pick a random-ass place. This nigga, like, this was planned. This was an intelligent, planned hate attack. 
You feel me? And a lot of the time, they just going to try and, like, throw it off. Oh, he was just racist. No, this nigga was intelligent. Yeah, he was racist also, but this nigga was intelligent because if you're taking the time out to write 180 pages of why you're doing this, think about it. How many niggas is going to read it? Like, actual niggas. Just people in general, probably. Yeah, just people in general, maybe, like, maybe one percent of the black and i feel like most of them probably would be black people that actually read it and it's like the homie was reading it and i was like dang did you and he was asking me did you read it i was like he was like dang you read this i was like i mean nah but i don't really need to read it because and this was like my fucked up part i'm gonna go back and read it probably tonight but i was like i feel like i just already know what it said which is like a wrong ass approach to have to anything in life always read some shit and make sure you know what the fuck you're talking about but i don't know it's like i i just i don't like how it's gonna be thrown that way as something that was just some racist shit and now we need to ban guns i know that's like gonna be their approach and it's like no this wasn't some intelligence shit it was racist and the only way we can make some shit like this not happen is to have fucking guns you feel me Cause like, if we know there's gonna be niggas like this anyway, I'm gonna be strapped. We need to know how to stop them. Yeah, it's like it's like a person that wants to kill somebody gonna kill somebody. Like whether they got a gun or whether they got a knife, a person will pick up a you knife. You can kill. Them. You know how much damage you can do with just these. Oh yeah, I know. With just your fist. Yeah, I I know. Especially yeah. you. You train. That's what I'm saying like it's like. People are going to kill people regardless in in the society where there's already guns. Like, there's going to be guns. Most people that are killing people aren't getting guns from the gun shop. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could say, like, that person probably got the gun from a gun shop. Okay. But, like, the person getting killed down the street, that's not no registered weapon. That's a, exactly. re- that's a weapon that was either like- or some they got it somehow. But they didn't go to the gun store. And a lot of people that I know that's been killed, they weren't even old enough to get a gun. Or the, the people that shot them weren't even old enough to get a gun. So Bro. in a society where people are able to get guns so easily without, you know, a, a, a gun card or whatever that you, whatever you need, you need some type of protection. I seen this video on Facebook where this dude that came up with a gun, tried to snatch this little girl and this mom, or I don't know if she was a mom, but this girl, this woman oh, yeah. had a gun and, and shot her, shot him twice. And I was like, thank God she was there with a gun. Because he, even if he didn't have a gun, that was a group of women. He could have, and not to be sexist, not to be sexist, just, you know, biologically speaking, if a man were to try to beat up a woman like that and take her kid or beat up that kid, that kid wouldn't be able to do nothing against that grown man. The woman might, if she's like skillful enough, but if she's not, she's going to get beat pretty bad. So it's like, it's like in situations like that, it's like, thank God she had a gun. No, and, and if somebody would have had a gun in the store, that 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 man shot up. No, nah, but this is the thing. There was a security. There was a security guard. He was ex-police. He had just retired. Mm-hmm. I, I think he might retire like a week ago, literally. But um, so he he peeped the shit, shot at the dude, but he had military grade shit on. Oh so shit! Cool. Yeah, he he shot the nigga, but. <laughs> He had armor plates on. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's crazy. I don't know if people should yeah. get the armor plates. 
No, I think people you should, should be able to get whatever you want. Yeah, okay, yeah, I believe. Yeah, people should be able to get whatever they want. But if you're going to put a limit on guns or, like, just weapons, yeah. you know what I'm saying? People shouldn't be able to walk around with, like, well, actually, they probably should, to be honest. I just think I just think this, this shouldn't be, like, uh, something that exemplifies a whole group of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope it doesn't, like, turn into, uh, like, all white people are like this. Nah, literally, guess what? Guess what's number one on trending on Twitter right now? What? Black Lives Matter? No, it's white supremacy. Oh. <laughs> Guess what's number one trending on Twitter right now? What? Kyle Rittenhouse. Wow. They bring this nigga Kyle Rittenhouse up. Like, this shit damn near make me want to cry, bro. Because it's like... It's such an odd thing. Like, like what? Like, what the fuck does Kyle Rittenhouse have to do with this? They brought Joe Rogan up. <laughs> like, what the fuck does Joe Rogan have to do with this shit? Bro, and you that's why, me, like, and that's why, like, I, I'm so happy that, like, we get to see these people get crucified. You know, not crucified, well, we just get to see great people. Like, and I don't know about Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know how great of a person he is, but we get to see great people like Joe Rogan, somebody who we used to watch way before any of this cancel culture start. Well, I mean, it started, but way before they started going after him. And we get to see like a person, a real person who is like, you know, a like a real nigga. Like a get human to, being. Yeah, but get oh, to go oh, through. I feel like a real life nigga. Yeah. Yeah, but get to go through this and like, be like, I don't care, and it's so beautiful because it's like, so many people have been falsely accused of things, and be and, and and it drove them crazy or it drove them to feed into it or join that side that was chastising them that much, but to see Joe Rogan stick by his guns and like, no, like I'm gonna do what I want to do. Is is I think it's a, I think it's a very beautiful thing, and it's it's like the Elon Musk, like those to me, those are like the revolutionary, the revolutionarist or whatever of yeah. today's of today's time because that's what's really happening now. Is like people are getting their jobs taken away, like like the police officers, right? There's been police officers who lost their job because of the vaccine, and Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. Oh my bad, but I was gonna say there there was military people that yeah. like were that's military crazy. people that got discharged. And <laughs> that's like, crazy. And, and Navy SEALs that got discharged. The high Bro, I would be pissed if I oh my god. And, and like, you, made, you made me go through all this shit. Yes, to just discharge me over a vaccine. Exactly. Good exactly. luck finding another nigga like me. I know I'm top of the line. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how I mean, but it's just so cool to see people like still defending what they believe in regardless of how much pressure they're getting from you know society so let me ask you this do you think then like shit is more hopeful than it seems yeah i feel like right now like it damn near seems like shit is like the worst it's ever been i think it's definitely more hopeful than it seems because we got to realize and you said something about this when you started going to work at like ups is like there's still a lot of real people out there like there's a lot of real people and you know we're kind of and and a lot of times us young people are stuck in this social media world and because of that we're surrounded by people who are also stuck in the social media world of like 
you know, the people we hang around with are the people that are on Twitter, like, this needs to stop, or are are the people canceling people or that want to cancel people. But then you go out into the real world and you meet real adults and real mature people. And it's like, you get a different perspective and you get this, you get this hope that like all of this stuff that's going on on the media and on social network is social network in the media. But the media isn't the voice for the people. The media is a voice for whatever bias they want to push out. So then I feel like once you once you're able to take your your eyes off the media and take your eyes off of what they're promoting, because you got to think about all of this is algorithm like all the Twitter is an algorithm. All the YouTube is an algorithm. All the news is an algorithm. They're just but trying to is. they're just trying to push whatever. And, and whatever is the most popular is going to keep getting pushed, yada, 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 right? So once you go out into the real world, you get to actually see real people's opinion, not people behind a screen, not people just feeling pressured because of social media and they don't get outside enough. And that was the, that was the worst thing about COVID was it separated you from real people. So the only sense of humanity or the only sense of civilization basically that you had was social media and was the news that's the only time you ever seen other people so you get under this false bro, i remember thinking like at the very beginning of covid when bro this is like like it's kind of like refreshing like when you go back and you're like damn i've come far as fuck but i remember thinking at the very beginning of covid when my fucking cnn would be on my, the, the tv 24 7 and i remember chris cuomo what, he would have these dumbass talks with his brother Andrew Cuomo, and I remember I was like, "Man, I love seeing these talks because like it just like makes my day better." And that that's how I used to think, like, because they would talk about some bull- in the middle of a pandemic. They would just be talking like they was on the phone on on live TV on some bullshit. Like I'm not like a nigga don't need to know the fucking news right now, mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah, it's like. I forgot what, what point I made. But no, I was thinking about this. Um, and I was like, and you was talking about um this with like weed a couple pods back. And you was like, is freedom like really a, a illusion? And I was like, man, like they they try and push all this shit on us to like make us because I'll be thinking, I'll be like, I only feel like really like a change needs to be made like right now. Like, we need to do this shit right now when, like, I'm, like, really, like, in, like, what's the word? Like, good state of mind. Like, I haven't smoked, done nothing. I just got off work, and I'm, like, in my working mode. But, like, I, I realized as soon as I smoke weed, like, I'm back to, like, I'm, I care about people again. Like, I just want to be nice. It's nothing about race anymore, yada, 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 which is a good thing. I don't think that's a bad thing at all, but again too much of a good thing is ultimately a bad thing and like most people i feel like most people who smoke probably do it like regularly if that makes sense yeah like, yeah most people aren't just doing it like for a party yeah they probably smoking like they're probably in that state of mind at least half of the week at least three to four days out the, or three three days out the week right and that's like I know niggas who smoke every day. I smoke every day, yeah. right? I know people that smoke right when they wake up, like, yeah, and just be like that all day. Yeah, but uh, I, no, I didn't mean it not to like sub you, but like, is there some like, nah, nah, sub me because that's me, that is me. But this is the thing, like, because I think I was thinking about, I was like, 
black people, we have to smoke this shit just so we can just like feel like, and like I was talking about earlier with the white privilege, like it's just like literally just feeling like you can just live life on a freaking state. I feel like that's why most black people be smoking, like just so they can like feel normal and just feel like they can like just go through life while not being mad and shit. But, and I was thinking about that on like a wide scale. I was like, yeah, that would be good. Like if more people like was feeling like this, but would that just make us more susceptible to getting fucked by like the powers that be? Cause you don't care. Like you just want to like be cool and chill about shit. So I'll be like, really? And I was like, damn, and it made me think like, ever since you said like it's freedom of illusion, when you bring up weed, I've been thinking about that. And you said that shit like three, four months. I've been thinking about that shit like every day or every other day since you said that. Cause I was like, man, cause at first I was like, how could, like, what do you mean is that like, like the, the most thoughts I think about, like the deepest is the ones that, I right away have um I get defensive about yeah yeah exactly and, and then you let it in you're like okay that there yeah. is a duality because same thing with me like a lot of times I'll hear something at first and this is why hold on I just want to say this because I've been wanting to say this for a long time I've said a lot on this podcast and I don't stand by it a lot of the stuff that I said in the past just because yeah same I think I think what we're I've grown yeah, I think what we did is, or what you guys are being able to witness and what I'm being able to witness with these podcasts and going back to it is just the growth in character and like the growth of like not being like, ooh, that group of people is wrong and that group of people is and wrong. And not having to be perfect 24-7. Yeah. And, and, and I, that's what I love, my bad. I just want to say this real quick, yeah. but my bad, I'm sorry. But that's what I love about like our channel is like, what what and that's why i think like what we're doing is like really beautiful and it's like really like art to the full extent is because it's like what what you guys are witnessing and what you guys get to see whether it's hearing it on here or whether you watch the podcast or you watch the youtube videos you get to see humans being humans and while that might not seem like anything that's crazy or like should be too cool like you get to see humans at the most like human fundamental level. Like, like I have a, a like in our vlogs, I put like damn near all the time we be like missing and shit. Like and when we skate, like all the time. And I'm like, I like that shit. And this is why I've realized I like the rough parts more, rough parts more than like the actual like parts. And it's cause like you get to see like this person actually being a human. When you watch the part, you think this nigga is just a guy. But when you watch the um, rough cut, you're like, man, like, this is a person just like me. And that's why I, like, really be trying to show people in our videos and shit. And that's why, like, some, like, edit mistakes, I kind of leave in there on purpose. Because I'm like, I really want y'all to see us on the most humane level that we can be on. My bad. Yeah, no, that that, that was a good point to add. But I was going to say, yeah, a lot of times, like, I, I hear something from somebody even sometimes it's from people I don't like so like I'll automatically be like well fuck this nigga talking about but a lot of times like you said I'll get I'll hear something I'll be like nah bro like what are you talking like that doesn't make sense or whatever and then somehow it'll creep up back to me and it'll be like you know what like even if I don't agree with it what I started to notice and I noticed this really with my dog because I got a dog and 
I was really like, bro, this like, you know, he loves me or like and loves the people he's around. But this could have been anybody. Like if anybody would have adopted this dog, he would have loved them. And he would have attacked me or like if, if he was like an attacking dog, he would have attacked me because he's loyal to that person. So like the what I start to understand is like there's no such thing as wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's just people are put in positions and put in environments where they're taught certain things that are supposed to be right or that are right. You know what I'm saying? It's all subjective at the end of the day. So it's like, you can't get mad at nobody and you can't just push away whatever they're saying because at the end of the day, there's a reason why they think that no matter what, like if that person that killed 11 people in his mind, he's right. And in that manifesto, he explained why he was right. So it's like, you can't you can find good in everything and you can find bad in everything and once i started to realize that it it turned me into a or now that i'm starting to realize it's turning me into a person that there's no such i can't have hate for anybody i mean i can have a strong disliking for somebody but i can't blame that person because at the end of the day it was taught and it was learned by the exactly it's it's just how they it's just the luck of the draw. You know what I'm saying? You just got, you just unfortunately were born to a group of racist or uh, some racist people. So, right. yeah. So to, to your point, like, I, yeah, think, like, I really start to see the good and the right in everything. And like, it really makes me reflect on some of the things that I was so defensive about. I think like, it's amazing that like, we literally like going through our lives and like got to deal with like, our own separate shit on literally two different coasts and like two different universities, like two different, I don't know like what you gotta go through every day. You don't know what I gotta go through every day. And it's like, we we reaching like these same conclusions, damn near parallel. Like whether you like a little bit ahead of me or I'm a little bit ahead of you on some shit, it's like damn near parallel. And it's like, I don't know if it's like the connection of like when we took the shrooms or we just like, like really like this is like the 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 prophecy being um this is the prophecy before it's written and this is this is the fable but you know like I just I think it's like really beautiful because like literally bro like right before I I, right before um (laughs) right before I uh like when I was up there and like almost left or I, I was about to leave or whatever, like, and I, I was at the airport and bro, like I'm editing this one vlog right now, bro. With the modern day parables, like vlog series, like video series, that's like, I think like, and we not going to get the recognition we deserve for that shit for like 500 years. Oh shit. No, I'm like, so no, this, I, I really think this podcast, like, it's it's not it's not the most popping podcast it's not like i'm not gonna lie it's not you know my my girlfriend she be watching this podcast that's like kind of popping but yeah like she be watching this podcast and it's kind of pop like they be like saying some funny stuff on there but like this ain't really that like it's not the drake of podcasts you know what i'm saying it's more like the kanye i mean but even kanye a little bit more popish with we gonna have to get there, you know what I'm saying? We gonna have to get there with the pot. Like, like you know, I feel like this is like this is one of our best pods in a while. Yeah, but th- to me, this is th- like if I could relate it to an artist, you know what I'm saying? It'll be like Jay Z, Outcast. 
Uh, it'd be like Jay Z's four 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 album because it's like that's not yeah. he doesn't have the most hits. It's not like you know the that's like one of that's a fire ass album. Exactly, but it's it's just gonna live. It's you know, I think that's like yeah, I think that might end up going down as like one of his best like yeah. maybe his best album. Yeah, so I think I think it's it just, probably is his best album like as a project because like I was talking to niggas about this um about that shit with like the Kendrick project. Because I was like, they was like, I didn't fuck. Yeah, that shit is, bro. I lit. It came out Friday. I literally listened to it like four or five times just Friday. That's how good that. It's like an hour long. But granted, I was at work for like four, so I like listened to it twice at work. So like, it wasn't like I was just not doing shit all day. But um, bro, like that shit is so beautiful, and it's like this nigga Kendrick. He be talking about Tupac. And like the impact he that Tupac had on him, and like I'm slowly sh- starting to realize like the way Kanye, the way Jay Z, they feel about these artists is like the same way I feel about them, and it's making me realize that I'm literally the next them. And like I'm starting like every day I'm starting like trying to learn how to more stand into that and like walk back into my confidence because like. Um, in a song Kendrick was like, he was like, um, I know I'm intelligent. My confidence just died. And I was like, damn, like, that's literally like why I met in life. And he was just like, says so much shit. And like, there was this song on there. I sent it to my dad. I don't even know if he's going to like text me fucking back. Me and bro, like, like, once this is like terrible, but like, I haven't talked to that nigga for real. Probably like me and him haven't had like a real genuine conversation since, since like March 2020. It's 2022 right now. Was it's it, like, oh, I, that, I was, I, I like, I, you were around me at that time. Yeah, we haven't like had like a real genuine, like actual conversation. And like, we haven't had a full conversation since August of 2020. You feel me? So like, and, but today I sent him, um, Kendrick, he dropped a song on there called Father Time. And it was like, basically, we always like talk about, women who have daddy issues but we never want to talk about like the like men even though like we have probably the most daddy issues and or i don't say father yeah nothing but but, but no for real though that's like a like it's a real thing and it's like you know it I, i don't really know how to approach this because you know i guess i like i had my father in my life but like we didn't live together you know what i'm saying so it was like you know, we didn't have that immediate relationship, but like, I, I definitely understand that. I feel like that's a, that's why a lot of guys nowadays are so like keen on impressing other men, you know, I'm getting that validation from men because yeah. they never had it their whole life. They only had it from their moms, from, from another woman. And that's why like a lot of guys are like, Oh, I want to, you know, I want to post these pictures on Instagram. I want to flex for my friends or whatever to get that male validation, which, which I think, you know what I'm saying? And I can't, I can't really speak from the same perspective as a lot of other people, but I can at the same time. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, th- I feel like that's a big reason why so many dudes nowadays are all the time are just so, you know, focused on impressing yeah. other men. And it's a bit and like, girls will say that too. Like I, I see girls say all the time, y'all over here trying to impress y'all homeboys more than the next girl or y'all over here trying to hang with y'all homeboys because it's like when you lack something you want that so bad so when you lack that 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 male 
nurturing when you're a kid when you grow up that's all you're gonna want not necessarily nurturing in the sense of like rocking you to sleep or burping you but just that male energy that male validation around you so you can feel important yeah like what life has taught me and like really shown me especially like in these last couple months more than anything it's like like I kind of forgive my dad for the way he treated me growing up because I'm like 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 we was talking about earlier like and this is for this goes for all y'all parents like none of y'all parents was born wanting to be some asshole parents none of y'all parents was born even like when they had you they wasn't they didn't like bring you into the world thinking yeah i'm gonna be a dickhead to this nigga when he get older like none of them had that attention but it's like bro life just takes a toll on you and you got to deal with that shit every day and i can only imagine how tough it is having a child on top of that who you got to teach from a clean slate and you trying not to corrupt them with with the shit that corrupted you and it's like what life has really taught me lately is like i just forgiven my dad because i'm like you know you went through so much shit and like i can step back and see you haven't healed from that and that's why you treated us a certain way and it's not fair for me and i and i'm just like and it's the world and like and it kind of makes me like mad at it like bro it just made me mad up for a whole bunch of different reasons but it's like it's like it's this cycle of of realities in America that fucks up the black you know household so badly because I'm like I'm here not speaking to my dad there's so many black people that don't even got dads I got one I'm not speaking to him because of how he treated me growing up but he only treated me that way because of how the world treated him and I'm like damn this cycle is like so continuous so that's why I sent him a song I was like I mean this nigga don't gotta tell like I don't even know if this nigga beefing with me or not I don't really know but I was like you know what I'm not I just want to let him know and I've kind of like felt like this for like the last couple months but I just never like really had the courage or or confidence to to you know take that step if that makes sense because I was always at the point where um I always kind of thought, you know, I got to be somebody before I can go back to where I'm from, or I got to be somebody before I can tell them it was all right. But right now I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be more of myself and step more into that confidence where I'm just like, because like I said, for I've kind of felt this way for the last six, seven, eight, nine months, damn near, where I just wanted to tell my dad, I just want to be like, yo, you know, like, I know we don't talk that much and I know like our relationship is strained or whatever, but I just want you to know, like, you know, I don't blame you for none of that shit. You feel me? Like I understand. And, and like, I mean, that's yeah. why I sent him the song. Maybe no, he'll get it through that. the song. You should, huh? you should send that. Nah, fuck that. Nah, just send it, bro. Just send it. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's like, it's make... like the worst that can happen is this. what's already happening. He don't yeah, the nigga just don't respond. Yeah, it's like, well, but I'll feel better about myself for sure. But like you laid your cards out. Here, here's what I got. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you could be an a-hole about it, then you could be an a-hole, but this is you. Exactly. And it made me like I started writing the song at work. And I was just like rapping until like it cut off since it's about to. But I was like, 
despicable, talking about what you didn't do, whole time you never had a pop to set your principles, things you did and didn't do, sins you seen unsensible, life they gave unwinnable, strength you gained unbendable, path you paved real plentiful, life you saved unmentionable, invisible daddy left y'all miserable, mother drink her pain away that 8 a.m. is ritual, so you started coping with the drugs, the drugs that get to you, uh, yeah, good luck, but, uh, <laughs> bro, I got some, like, and then, like, and we are back. This ain't no rap shit, this real activism. Capitalism, mother week just had them popping pistols. It ain't on Nietzsche, what's the pot? Wait, fuck, hold up. Damn, that shit was in car if I did it right. Yeah. I'm gonna start over. I'm, uh, wait, can you do that? Nah, you're right, we humans, we humans, fuck it. God. <laughs> this ain't no rap shit, this is, wait. This ain't no rap shit, this real activism. Capitalism of the week just had them popping pistols. It ain't on Nietzsche, it was the system and the pot we giving. It wasn't gifted, lest the cuffs and chains was wrapped in ribbon. Just ask the children, they say daddy just got out of prison. Our new religion is the system that they fucking building. The culture vultures said our culture don't do nothing for us. They hocus pocus shit, I need whatever they be smoking. Because they seldom even notice how the world is going. My thoughts is flowing, grab the body. I don't want, I'm liquor poem. Think what I needed was forgiveness from the fucking Lord. But all I got was the mouth from these fucking whores. Cause I had demons making hella motherfucking choices. I was shooting for some demons, hope for better voices. And when I'm fucking on that bitch, she making hella noises. Had her fucking screaming all in different fucking voices. The now, now this part, you're gonna be like, why the fuck you start talking about? But just stick with me. The way she said my dick just make me feel like I'm so, like I'm important. Shit, the feeling is kinda like the coke you snorting. Pretty holes on my dick, they just know I'm cocky. When they look at me, it's raging waters in their body. She popped a molly, said my dick was just too fucking godly. That's why she called me poppy. The dick, it have her out of body. Good girl out in the streets. Wait, good girl in the streets, but not in my sheets. Pussy, and it's so deep. Damn, that shit sweet. Oh, shit, the activism, that's what I was talking. It's so important, but the pussy make me lose my focus. I hocus pocus, talk my shit, but never doing nothing. But fucking bitches and they sisters and they favorite cousins think what I'm missing is the motherfucking righteous women. They raised the children because they always had to fight within them. I hope they notice that I kept my Instagram and knows it. My my thoughts is flowing, grab the bottle, and I'm liquor poem. I think what I needed was religion, not the fucking judgment. Nah, this is the last line. It's my bad. A pot to pissing, man. That's what um think what I'm missing was religion, not the fucking judgment. Because the judgment is the reason why I'm fucking thugging. A pot to pissing, man. That's just what I was fucking missing. The composition of my life was fucking omnipresent. Mr. Moral step in USA, he repping five Billy Cannons on them, but that ain't the greatest weapon. It's the omnipresence of the omnipresence. They make no exception and won't relish in the war or the Call of Duty game that's selling. You get it? What, the Call of Duty game? Yeah. I think the hardest line there, I was like, it's the omnipresence of the army presence. Of like army presence? I don't know what that means. Omnipresence means like everywhere. So I said, Mr. Moral stepping 
USA, he repping five. Billy Cannon's on them, but they ain't the greatest weapon. It's the omnipresence of the omnipresence. They make no exception and gonna relish in the war of the Call of Duty game that's selling. Because they make games out of all these real ass wars they have. Shit, crazy. Oh, God, they really got a game for World War. Yeah, nigga, like, they have a game about the Vietnam War. Like, that's crazy, bro. Before we get into what's morally wrong about video games, because that's a big, that's a deep rabbit hole. Let's, uh, you know what I'm saying? That was fire. That was fire. I'm going to say that first. That was fire. But let's, let's, uh. Let's, let's let's dive into some current topics. We need we know what I'm saying. We need to get these people. We need to get yeah. these people. They they dose of news for the week. So you're right. You're right. You're just right. let's just hey let's you know what I'm saying. We got yeah, just, we got just, like 30 more minutes. Let's just knock them out. We gonna you feel me? Just yeah. Because y'all, I be making like these big ass like um list of topics and like we will literally like be on a pod for like an hour hour and a half and only hit like three of them because we get engaged in conversations. But that's just the human aspect of this podcast but yeah like Andre was saying we gave y'all a little sneak peek of some topics y'all gonna hear today on this pod so we just gonna jump right into it you know let's go ahead and get this kind of sad well yeah it is sad out the way um Kevin Samuels he died for those of you guys who don't know who Kevin Samuels is he was a social media influencer for um a lot of like conservative quote-unquote conservative men not necessarily conservative conservative in like the political sense but like just like he wants men to like put themselves first instead of like letting women walk all over him that was basically his main thing and like and like knowing your worth and like not letting like women who are overweight and shit like just walk all over you that's like what's his main thing and like he died from a car or not a car accident a heart attack and um you know on Twitter, a bunch of people was happy and like making jokes and shit after he died. You know, I, that's why I wanted to talk about it. You know, first off, rest in peace to him. He was doing a lot of great things for a lot of guys everywhere. I will say that whether you agreed or disagreed with him, he thought he was right. And a lot of people agreed with him. So like we was talking about earlier, but how do you feel about, you know, this kind of new trend that has started within cancel culture of, you know, people kind of shitting on people or, shitting on people they didn't like once they die and like kind of making fun of them on social media. How, how do you think that is? I think again, like, I, I think it's just people get to hide behind the screen and cause there's no way there's, there's no way that uh, somebody would say that to anyone's face to be so, to, to be honest. I mean, like people wouldn't even verbalize that thought a lot of times of saying of, of, uh saying bad things about the dead but yeah i think i think just people being being able to say whatever they want on on twitter or on instagram without having to face repercussions is is led to this you know this outspread of people getting the idea that they can say whatever they want without any type of you know repercussion or whatever and it's and it's honestly scary and it's sad it's it's very sad because you know, people think because it's not in person or because it's on social media that it's fake, but like that's still a thought in something that you're technically verbalizing and putting out to the universe. So I think it really just shows the type of character that they have, especially for someone like Kevin Samuels, who I, from what I from what I know, never physically hurt a woman, never did anything like hey, you literally just had opinions. 
Yeah, they just talked. That's all he did is just talk and, and tried to increase the, the mental health of men, which women have been doing for other women for years. I mean, you listen to the women rap. I mean, you listen to any rap song. They're all, like, putting the opposite gender down. But it's just it's just crazy that, like, somebody can say, you know, forget that person just because of something they said after they died. Yeah, for real. You know, I like, I'm not going to harp on it too much because I agree with where you're coming from. I think it's fucked up. And I think that people are much less sensitive and much less human behind this, um, behind the screen that we call a computer. And, um, you know, I wanted to ask you because like, uh, you had said something that made me, is she all right? Nah, bro, she got a migraine. Oh, damn. All right, but um, you want to get off her now? No, nah, we could finish this, Kevin. Oh, right, good. Um, all right, no, nah, yeah, I just had a real quick question for you. Then, real quick, mm-hmm. you said um, these are like thoughts that people would never say, and that means like before the internet, they just existed in their head. Now, I think to an extent, the internet is good because I feel like people, they shouldn't just have every thought they have just solely exist in their head. I feel like it's good and healthy to like kind of push stuff out. So like, that's why I meant to ask you, do you think like people should, there there should be thoughts that never make it past somebody's head? What I think- Like people should express them no matter what. Cause that's why I have like an album like that. See, that's why I'm asking. What what I think the inner what I think Twitter and this and dead people did it. I don't think people always had those thoughts. You know, I, I mean, obviously, if it was like towards an enemy, it would be bad. But like, you think about back in time when like people would die, the whole nation would grieve. You know what I'm saying? Like, when JFK died, the whole nation grieved. And like, when when Trump's brother or something, some somebody related to Trump died. Oh, yeah, his brother and people yeah. was making fun of it. I yeah. was like, damn, that's like his bro- like, that was a nigga, bro. Like, but even what, shit Trump did. I think, I think what happened was it just became normal for people to, like, I don't think, I don't even think, like, the thought was in a lot of people's heads. I mean, of course it was in, in some people's, but I think it just became normal and it became so, like, oh, I can say this without Without any, with oh, what are you gonna do? Take down my post? Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what happened. I think it just became so normal, and people just started seeing it and see the lack of consequences that they had to face for it, and it was just like, you know, this is a free for all. So I think it gave them that not incentive to do it, but it gave that acceptance to do it. And then since that happened, you know, kids are growing up nowadays saying, "F this," you know, because it happened to our generation too with drill music, like. Before drill music, nobody was like, like when somebody died, I remember in my head, I was like, oh, that's terrible. I would never make fun of the dead. But like you hear it in music and you hear it start to become normalized. And then at the same time, you're singing the lyrics. So now you're dissing dead people. So it's like, that's what I think happened. I don't think people, I mean, I think obviously some people or a lot of people had those thoughts and they didn't have somewhere to get it out. But I think a lot of people also are just, looking at this as a new normal and looking at it as okay so now i can have these thoughts and express them you know to to the world no i, I definitely agree with that um no nah, yeah i think i think that's like a real way to good way to look at it yeah all right what's, what's, um 
So did you hear about Nike suing StockX? Yeah, that's crazy. That's like, crazy as fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like, that's nuts because StockX is like a replicable thing. Like, that's not like eBay. That's like, you know, and, and, and honestly, I'd be surprised or I wouldn't be surprised if people start suing StockX for finding fake shoes because it is their policy to authenticate sneakers. So, you know what I'm saying? If you guys- And not only that- it's like stock. That's a lot of people' business. Livelihood is yeah, facts. Shit. I didn't even think of that. And and you know now they're probably going to be like uh uh. So yeah, now they getting fucked over too. Yeah, they're going to lose credibility also because it's like oh you you've been getting stuff from StockX like where else like if they fake where else you've been getting stuff you know exactly yeah that's yeah, a yeah, very I think that's crazy. but I also think like. I think, like, this is why I wanted to bring it up. Um, I think it goes to show that it don't matter if you rock fake shit. It really don't. It don't it, look, all these niggas get their shit from StockX, and y'all ain't know this whole time. That bro, it's 2022. Like, at a, like, back in the 90s and the early 2000s, like, when there was only, like, Jordans that were really, like, the big thing, and you can only get them from the store, like, that, that you know, but, like, a, a person's not going to walk up to you now and be like, those are fake, so. I don't wear fake shoes, you know what I'm saying? I don't think, you know what I'm saying, unless goat they be, unless goat be playing like stock eggs. But if you want to wear fake shoes, bro, look, this was this was this what my uncle told me. Well, not my real uncle, but one of my dad's friends. He was like, the shoe don't make the the shoe don't make the nigga, the nigga make the shoe. Period. So, you know what I'm saying? If you wanna wear if you got if you if you can't afford those real shoes, go ahead and buy the fake ones. Ain't nobody gonna ask you if they real. This is just exactly. places to get real sneakers nowadays. You should just say they sneakers. They fucking shoes, so yeah, they real. They real shoes, nigga. Yeah, they on my feet, aren't they? They tied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but um, yeah. Before we get off here, you know, we was talking about Kim K a little bit earlier, so I think this would be like the perfect, you know, little um topic to end this off on. Bro, did you hear? That hurt. Nah, did you hear Ray J came out and was like, all right, bro. No, actually, we're going to have to say this for the next five. Because this is going to turn into a, a long-ass conversation. All right, so make sure y'all come back for the next pod yeah. to hear more about that. Because, and I'm going to just tell you so you, you have an idea. Um, Ray J came out and let it be known publicly. And this is not getting any attention that the whole time, like the sex tape that got leaked, Kim K and Chris Jenner planned the shit out from the very beginning, came to him, like contracting and everything. And the only way he can talk about it now is because like when Gay went to get like last part of the sex tape, it wasn't even any sex on the tape. They was just doing that purely for the Kardashian show. So if y'all want to hear our thoughts on that, make sure you come back for the next pod. We love and appreciate y'all so much. I'm really glad we starting to do these pods again starting to get back into YouTube. I've really been on my editing shit lately. And that's why I said the modern day parable shit. I didn't even tell y'all why, but that's going to be like one of our greatest series ever. And, you know, get ready for the music because I'm feeling real confident. I really want to drop it soon. So, you know, I, I'm really feeling hopeful about the future. And, you know, that's like a lot, saying a lot for where I've been lately. But, yeah. you know, any, any last words for you? Nah, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you guys listening. Sorry, it's my fault that we got to end this early. You know what I'm saying? That's good. We got we to gotta get, get yeah. you know, a long one in. This longer than the ones y'all been getting. Y'all wasn't getting any for months before that, so be happy. That nah, was- nah.
we happy that y'all listening. Thank y'all. Yeah. For <laughs> oh, God. Uh, peace.